Welcome to this episode of our special series, Seven Minutes with Vivek Sood, with Supreme Court senior advocate and country's top legal mind, the man who coined the expression, the fundamental right to internet. Today, we will understand from him the Pegasus issue and how he sees the controversy surrounding it from a legal point of view. Welcome to the show, sir. My first question to you is, what was the Pegasus controversy all about? Pegasus is a software that has been created by an Israeli company. And as per the company's policy, the Pegasus software is sold or licensed only to governments across the world. And the purpose of Pegasus is to investigate crime, investigate terrorism, you know, by, by entering mobile phones, by entering the virtual world, because the virtual world provides a lot of anonymity to criminality and terrorism. Right. So investigating crime and terror in the virtual world is a challenging proposition. So the Pegasus software was created for this purpose. Now, you know, investigative journalism is an important facet of journalism across the world. Now, certain news reports appeared in the New York Times and other leading media that several governments across the world were misusing the Pegasus software to pry or to spy into the lives of activists, lawyers, opposition leaders, etc., etc. Now, in those news reports, it was also alleged that numerous citizens residing in India, you know, journalists, activists, opposition leaders, leaders of the ruling party, and other citizens, their mobile phones had been infected with the Pegasus software. In other words, the allegation was that, you know, they are being <coughs> spied or their privacy is being violated or they are under surveillance. So this was the controversy. Now, since the software is sold only to governments, therefore it became a big media issue that perhaps it is the government of India or the functionaries of the government of India who had installed or who had sponsored the installation of Pegasus software into mobile phones of these citizens, the Indian citizens. So it became a controversy. Right. And right. It, it was blown out of proportion in the media. Right. Then how did this allegations of privacy violations it was referred to an inquiry committee headed by former supreme court judge yes so you know public interest litigations and other repetitions were filed in the supreme court 
and uh, the government took a stand initially that we will inquire into it. The Supreme Court said, no, we don't want the governmental inquiry. Let the inquiry be independent. So therefore, the Supreme Court formed an inquiry committee headed by former justice of the Supreme Court, Justice R.V. Ravindran, one of the stalwarts of the judiciary, whose independence is impeccable. So a committee was formed, headed by the Honorable Judge, and a technical committee was also formed to assist the inquiry committed, headed by Justice Ravindran. That is how the matter was sent to the inquiry committee. And then proceedings took place. You know, proceedings took place. The stakeholders came. They gave their mobile phones. They gave evidence. They testified before the inquiry committee. The technical committee went into the technicalities of the whole controversy. And ultimately, it was found by the technical committee and the inquiry committee that there is no evidence whatsoever. So the government of India has been absolved in this controversy by an independent committee headed by a former Supreme Court judge. Right. Now, you see this committee and then the Supreme Court, they said there's no evidence of Pegasus being used by the government to pry on citizens. But then also said that the government didn't cooperate in the inquiry. How do you see this? What are your views on this? And that is where perhaps the people are looking at in a very different uh, different way. What would you like to tell them? In my view, this part of the observations of the committee and the Supreme Court have been blown out of proportion okay. by the media. Ultimately, the core finding is there is no evidence against the government of India or the functionaries of the government of India. Now, let's understand, you know, why, why these observations, how these observations have come. In, in my view, these observations are misplaced, perhaps. Or in other words, too much is being read into these observations. You know, in my view, when the Supreme Court or the committee says that the government did not cooperate, in my view, in law, it only implies that the government was in denial. There was a complete denial that the government of India has anything to do with Pegasus software. The right to deny is part of freedom of speech and expression. It's a part of defense in any trial in any issue. Now, now let's go behind the denial or as, as it is being said, they did not cooperate. Now, Pegasus is a very critical software to track heinous crimes and terrorism. Now, the moment the government of India, if at all, was to even make a statement that yes, we use Pegasus software, it will, it will be a huge bonus to the terrorist organizations, you know. Why should they know? Why should they know how the government of India investigates terror incidents? How they keep an eye on the national security and sovereignty of the country? 
So in my view, the government was correct in taking a stand that we have nothing to do with this. Secondly, mere non-cooperation or mere denial, you cannot raise adverse inference merely out of a denial or non-cooperation in an inquiry. Ultimately, there has to be evidence if you want to indict the government of India or the functionaries of the government of India, you must have concrete evidence. You can't rely upon denials of the government of India and the so-called non-cooperation by the government of India. Right, right. If I understand correctly, sir, you also mentioned about Pegasus when you wrote your book, The Right to Privacy. Now, uh, a lot of that what you wrote has come true in that true sense. Now, how do you look at that? What would you say on that? Uh, Ajay, I'm not an astrologer, but I am a lawman with three decades of experience. So, you know, I can, I could see through the unfolding of this controversy. So therefore it was way back last year in July, August, my book was released in October. You know, when I wrote in black and white that the allegations are without an iota of evidence. But having said that, it is good. It is good that the controversy has been set at rest. You know, we had an, we had an independent inquiry committee, a technical committee. The issue has been examined in detail. And eventually, we have the findings in the reports. And the findings have been upheld or supported by the observations of the Supreme Court. Now, that one observation, you know, will not uh, hold the field, in my view. It only amounts to a denial by the government of India. And, you know, suppose the government of India had come into the picture and had joined the inquiry committee, then you would have had all uncomfortable questions being hurled at the government of India. That would be at the cost of, you know, sovereignty and security of the country. So the government of India has chosen to stay away. Right, sir. Right. Thank you so much for helping us understand this issue in such a nice manner.